five, four, three, two, one. Boom. And we are live with Mr. Drake Kiker. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. You got you must have like the single most chillest mom on the planets. Oh dude, a hundred percent. It's the <laughs> best thing ever. Uh, like, dude, when I watch your videos, I'm like, man, like who can say the who, who can say those jokes to their parents and not get an ass whooping, man? <laughs> it's the best. It's just like we grew up like this. My grandparents are like this. I I learn a lot of these jokes from my granddad. Like it's the best thing ever. So like I do a lot of hunting and fishing, and I grew up in a duck blind. And doing that, you hang up with our, hang out hang out around a lot of like, I guess rednecks if you want to call it that. And like you hear a lot of stuff you shouldn't hear at a young age. So. Jokes have always been thrown around me since I can remember. That's awesome, man. Where are you located? Uh, I live in New Jersey. I live in New Jersey, and uh, is there like a big like a uh, is there like a big hunting culture there? Um, so in South Jersey, yeah, kinda. It's not super big, super big, but it's more country down in South North Jersey. It's all like cities, so it's not big up there. But North Jersey, uh, South Jersey is pretty big in hunting. It's pretty big in hunting. Okay, and so like you've been hunting your entire life, huh? Yeah, as long as I can re- remember. Oh wow, it's awesome, man! That is awesome. What's your uh? What do you have like any like cool stories from like when you were hunting that you want to share? Um, I'm trying to think of one on the spot. I mean, <laughs> we'll keep talking. And I'll think about right, it. No problem. No problem. So when you okay in that meantime, then while while we're thinking about it, I actually want to ask you a couple of questions because I know you have like what is it like over two million followers now on TikTok? Yeah, it just hit two point five. Congrats, man. That's awesome. That's, that's, thank that's you, great. Thank you. And how long did it take you to get to 2.5 million followers? So it's going to be crazy compared to most people. It's going to be really, really quick. So I started TikTok around January, midway through January. It wasn't late at all. And I was doing more fitness stuff. That's I'm super passionate about mm-hmm. fitness. So I was doing a lot of fitness stuff and I was like, I'm going to do a joke, see what happens. And I did it and it, to me, it blew up a lot. It blew up to like 40,000 views overnight and <laughs> having maybe 600 followers that was a lot and then i started gaining a lot of followers from that which is kind of odd most people when they have a video do pretty well they don't gain a lot of followers i know one friend had a video hit over a million and she barely hit over a thousand followers and then mm-hmm. this video progressively over the next couple of days hit from like thirty thousand to like a hundred thousand and probably up to five hundred thousand in like three days and i grew like ten thousand followers which wow. seemed pretty big because i watch other people get pretty viral videos more than that, like more viral than that video. And they maybe grow a couple hundred. So I was pretty stoked with that. I was like, I'm gonna keep doing them. And they weren't regular. I just kind of did them here and there. And they did it right. They're hitting 10K views, like pretty decently high for the amount of followers I had. And then like three in a row, it blew up. One hit six or 7 million in like two days. Wow. And then another one hit like two, 3 million. And another one hit two, 3 million. And I skyrocketed to like over 100,000 followers pretty quick. Um, slowed down a little bit and then kept posting jokes. Another one hit over a million and like, it would just, it would be random. Someone would hit like pretty average, like a hundred to 200,000. And then someone would hit over, someone would hit over a million when I hit over the million, I'd skyrocket. And I hit around in about less than a month. No, about a month. I'm trying to, yeah, about a month. I hit 250,000 followers. Wow. And then it kind of slowed down, plateaued for a little bit. You know, I was growing slowly, maybe like, mm-hmm maybe a thousand a day which is still a lot but like compared to what it was it was a lot slower mm-hmm. and then my most viral video blew up randomly in school i was chilling on my phone and my notifications just went like wild <laughs> and it was weird because usually a video will blow up that night or something this one this video was almost a week old at that time and it was i don't know if like you looked into it at all but it was the um 
little Johnny joke. And it wasn't that good. I stuttered in it and like met, like they tripped over my words. So it wasn't that good of a joke and it was pretty long. But that video within a day, like the day it started blowing up over 10 million views in the next two, three days to like wow. 25 million. And that right now it's about 30 million. And that video blowing up made another one blow up that was like a couple days older than that one. And that one's at almost 35 million now. Wow. It was just crazy. And then that video blew me up. I grew from 250,000 to a million followers in like five, six days. Damn. That is it. That is insane, man. Holy it, yeah, it was insane. And it carried over. I hit like maybe 1.2 from that. And it didn't plateau. It stayed pretty steady climbing. And I'm still kind of climbing. I'm steady. I'm growing almost a hundred thousand every couple of days, every like four or five days, which is insane still. <laughs> like it's not as insane, you know, growing 750,000 followers in like four days, but it's still a lot. Yeah. It, and I'm growing. Uh, I hit two point, I hit 2 million like a week or and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. No, La- yeah, about a week and a half ago. Wow. So, so you're getting, so you gain like five, five, 500,000 more followers in like a week and a half. Yeah. We can have two weeks somewhere around that. Oh, that's, that's awesome, so man. Still climbing. Yeah. Like my videos, they're like, I, so there's a thing called shadow banning and it's not like, a, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I think I get shadow banned a lot. Cause like my videos, they're not bad to me because I do mm-hmm. the jokes, but, um, but like, I guess some people don't necessarily like the jokes mm-hmm. and they get taken down. Audio is taken off them pretty often, but uh. Like my videos do pretty constant hitting over 300,000 views, which is pretty good. But like mm-hmm. I'll get some that'll, some that'll spike up to this one. I posted like two days ago. I was about to hit a million. Um, uh, one from uh, four or five days ago was at 1.5 million. And then, yeah, they'll just randomly pick. Like some will randomly blow up, some won't. It's kind of weird. I don't understand their algorithm yet. And I really yeah, want to try to learn so their algorithm. Weird. Yeah, um, I actually had a, I actually had a, like a podcast recording with uh, King Koo, uh, uh, like like about two weeks ago, and like he knows a lot about the TikTok algorithm, and, and we were actually talking about shadow banning. So like shadow banning is when you know like your videos don't appear on the for you page, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's why you can like you can't like really gain any more followers with that. The problem is like like literally two days ago, TikTok also removed what also took down one of one of my videos, which was about a month and a half old. I'm like, it, it, had, it had probably about like 1.6 million views. And it was a video of me telling a story of uh, these guys whose job is to literally dive into pools of shit. Like where everyone's okay. shit goes, they, they dive in there. That's their job. It, it got taken down after a month and a half. I'm like, why did it get taken down now? Like, why not like when it was first posted? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, I don't know if you know this guy, uh, Youth Pastor Ryan. He's one of the most family-friendly um, TikTokers you'll ever see on the app. He talks about wholesome stories from Disney World or Disneyland, wherever one is in California. I don't remember. But, like, super family-friendly, super upbeat dude. And he posted a video about how he didn't get out of a, um, uh, a traffic ticket, a speeding ticket, because he said a Back to the Future reference because he was going 88 miles an hour. And the officer was like, you know, how fast you go, you're fast, how fast you're going. And he goes, no, I don't. He goes, you're going 88 miles an hour. <laughs> and he made like, Oh, he was like, I had to go back in time to do something. It was like something, I don't remember a full story, but it, it, he did it on the spot and it was perfect. It was great. And the officer was just like, what? And the officer never knew the movie. So he got a ticket wow. and TikTok <laughs> took the video down. 
Really? So it's super oh my God. weird. Yeah, no foul language at all. Nothing. Like I don't understand how that got taken down. Like I have, I had my one video getting taken down where it was, oh, the audio gets taken out off my videos a lot now, which is even more annoying to me to be honest. Cause my video is still up and it's like, there's no audio. <laughs> it was, um, one where, um, it's like my 10th time beating my meat today. Cause of quarantine. Cause I'm bored. And then mm-hmm. it's me all sad. And it's like me dancing under the covers being like my meat happy. Cause I think I had sex <laughs> 10 times today. And and no, I didn't spell sex out. I put an E, a uh, three instead of E. So it's like a lot of like times you do that on words just so it's not actually mm-hmm. spelled the right way. And I, I don't know why they took the video down. They, and I did another video. I don't know if you heard the sound where it's like the clapping one. It's like, if you're happy to know, clap your hands. It's like, blah, 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 really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I did that one and my uh, friend did it, but did it as like a guy in like shorts. And he was like, I don't know how to explain this. It's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's because it, he was moving his hips, so it was like he was swinging his uh stuff, clapping. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was like, you know, faking it obviously because it was to the sounds. And I do mm-hmm. edit it because I thought it was funny. And it was one of my friends, so maybe he can get followers from it. And they took it down. What? They took down. They took down your duet to yeah. this video, but but his video stayed up. Yes. That makes absolutely no sense. That's what I was, that's what like, I don't understand what they pick. And and it's like, oh, it's against community guidelines. But then I see some underage, like I'm underage too. So I don't like, I mean, but like I see underage girls practically naked. Like there's like nothing on them. And it's just like. And they, and they allow those videos to stay up. But like, yeah. Yeah. But other, other stuff like dirty jokes, that that kind of stuff or duets. Yeah. It's like, what in the fuck? And like, um, you know that girl Magnut that got all her nudes like plastered everywhere. I didn't hear about that. No. So it's this girl that has like super big boobs, and she's like really pretty. And her nudes got leaked and posted everywhere. They're all over Reddit everywhere. And it's like really messed up, like because everyone's like, "Oh, she deserves it. She deserves. She deserves it." I'm like, "Well, no. Someone hacked their stuff and leaked it. I mean, it's super messed up." But like, people That's make their profile man, yeah. picture like the nudes. Oh my and god! Comment on her stuff, but those profiles have yet to be taken down, and I don't understand that. Because I'll oh. see, I'll go in her comments to see if like people are still doing it, and people are still doing. It. I'm like, how is this like? How they not? How is it allowed? Yeah. yeah how that I'm not got? Yeah, and she's 18, so it's not illegal for like people to have these pictures. But like, it, it doesn't make it right. I'm just saying it's just not illegal for them. But like, I don't understand how that doesn't get banned. That's terrible, it's, man. Yeah. Yeah, people that are should really, be absolutely banned. Yeah, people are really messed up. Do you have like any? Uh, you, I mean, you must get like a lot of comments in your videos, and, and you and you must also like get like a lot of messages on your Instagram from fans and from other people. Uh, what is like? Do you ever get like a message that that just like sticks in the back of your mind? You're like, you're like, wow, that was so weird. Or, like, that was just like the like the weirdest thing I've ever read. Um, I have a lot of weird ones, but they're like they're like ones that are already copy and pasted, and I think they go everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm trying to, he's, one was like, oh, I rub myself in Vaseline naked and roll around my floor to act like I'm a slug. I got that same message. Yeah. <laughs> I got like, that same message. Stuff like that is so weird to me. But I get a lot of like really, really, really cool DMs and it's the best feeling ever. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because a lot of people are like, even my friends have texted me and be like, dude, I've been having just a worst day ever. And 
watching your videos have made my day so much better. <laughs> Don't ever stop doing what you're doing. Just keep going. And it's like the best feeling ever and like i've heard people talk about that before like other like i don't like classifying myself as famous because i'm like i'm popular in tiktok i'm not really known so like i but everyone else like says like no, no you're famous but like i heard other famous people talking about um like that feeling and it's like i didn't understand it and i'm like it is legit now you get it now huh? best feeling ever and like i i help a lot because like um like i said i'm super super into fitness it's like i gotta work out after this like um i'll have people come, like always get me like i need i need help with this is I mean, you guys ever need help like hit me like messing me back i try to answer everyone sometimes dms get lost and stuff so it's hard mm-hmm. and like if it's on my uh tiktok i really don't answer them because i probably get 40 or 50 dms on a tiktok a day so oh. that's just flo- like because that's super easy for them to dm me on that and everyone it's just like filled so my Instagram's never too bad sometimes when um a video does pretty good my instagram gets kind of filled because like everyone's transferring over there like, yeah i i had um so innocent parents on Instagram. It's a meme page with 9.5 million followers. Post one of my videos the other day. And so did memes are or something like that with 4.5 mm-hmm. million. And like, I, I doubled my Instagram following from 24,000 to 48, basically wow. a day, which was awesome, insane. Man. Wow. That's crazy. And like, I helped a couple people like, they're like, cause I posted a fitness picture that day as well. And people were like, I need help with this. I'm like, yeah, sure. DM me. And like, I answered him. I love talking about fitness stuff. It's like my big passion mm-hmm. is to do stuff with that. When you first like started to like make videos on TikTok, because like you said, you got like uh, your your account got two hundred fifty thousand followers in the first month. What was the reaction from your friends at school, or like, or from your teachers at school? Like, so my friend, I had like a couple of close friends. They're like, oh, that's pretty cool, because we had this kid in my school who has four hundred thirty thousand. So okay. it wasn't too amazing to have two fifty yet, because everyone's like already saw this other kid have four hundred thirty. So like, oh, that's cool, but I mean, he has. 430 but some teachers don't really know that kid either so they thought the teachers thought it was cool they're like wow 250,000 that's like crazy and but like some kids were like yeah i mean that's cool and like one friend was like oh that's actually really cool so it wasn't too big of a reaction but after i blew up that i had i think it was like two days in school before like all this happened i was like blowing up and I grew to like almost 900,000 miles in school. And that's when some kids are like, well, that's actually like really cool. You're almost about to hit a million. <laughs> it was like, cool. And which kind of sucks. I like, I don't see, I, I, I don't like say like, I like attention. Like I like not bad attention. Like I like being in front of people, like being like goofy and like, cause I, um, I don't know if you've ever had these in school. Cause I don't know how old you are, but they have, called, yeah. so yeah, you might've had these. A lot of schools do them. Um, they're fake beauty pageants for guys. So they're Mr. Yes. Whatever school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. I had mine, which was Mr. CC tech. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had, uh, I do a lot of like, I did dumb stuff on there. So I don't know if you ever remember the mean girls, mean girls scene from Jingle Bell rock. Oh, the part where, all, uh, part where they're all dancing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing in their skirts yeah. and stuff. So we had legit the same outfit as them. I mean, my two other friends and that's what we did for our Mr. CC Tech. Well, I'm at my school's CC Tech, so it's Mr. CC Tech con- uh, contest. And that's what our act was. And yeah, it was just fun. And like when we had to do come out and do our walk, I completely tripped on purpose. And then, and like, I can do a split. So when I had to give my escort a rose, I did a split and gave her a rose. And it's just like, everyone would die laughing. It was fun. Like I, like, I miss it because I like being on stage, making everyone laugh. It was just fun. So that's the kind of attention I mean when I say like I like attention, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, you, like your videos are freaking hilarious. Like, I I really <laughs> enjoy watching them too. Like, they are just 
so funny because I feel like everyone like thinks about like as if they were telling their own mom the same joke you're telling yours. But your mom just handles handles it so well, and it, like it's, it's just so funny. Yeah, it's great, and it's the best one to me when she doesn't understand it. And she's thinking about it, thinking about it, and she's like, "Oh!" And that's like I think the um, uh, the dwarf one I said. I think it was that one she did the best reaction with that because she was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't." My dad, me and my dad are laughing. She's like, "Oh my god!" And she like figured it out. It was the funniest thing in my opinion. She got it too late, huh? Yeah, it was great. How has the quarantine been affecting your uh, your uh, life on like TikTok and like working out like and stuff like that? So with social media stuff, it has helped in my opinion because I have a lot more time mm-hmm. to focus on it. So I've been streaming on Twitch a lot, and I've gained fifteen hundred followers on Twitch, which is pretty good. Nice man, good it's job. A, I'm trying to make so like stuff like social media and stuff like kind of like my job, but mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, I still want to do like fitness stuff which i'm okay with i, I don't know which one i want to do yet i both i love both of them but um uh so it's kind of helping my social media aspect with tiktok and everything i've grown since quarantine 1.5 million i think wow so that's, that's it, amazing so yeah it's it's done pretty good and fitness it's i guess hurt it a little bit because i used to go i would say so i don't have, i don't have a gym i have weights and stuff in my house but it's just not so I could do a lot of the same exercise and I don't like doing that. So I've been mean, like kind of switching back and forth from calisthenics to the weights. So I don't know. I don't think it would really hurt it that much. It's just not as structured as it could be. And I wish it was more structured, but I, like, well, I guess it's in my sleep schedule too. Cause my sleep schedule is really messed up. I forced myself to wake <laughs> up at nine o'clock today. I had my mom wake me up because I sleep through all my alarms the last three days. And I was like, all right, I need my mom to wake me up. So I had her wake me up today, which is good, but I might've taken a half hour nap earlier, but uh i i was working i've worked out twice in the last two weeks at one o'clock in the morning oh so and i'm like it's because i'm just not tired i'm like well i guess i should work out and that's what i'll do a workout and then take a shower and then try to go to bed at two or like no like three or four in the morning <laughs> yeah man i wish i i wish i had your energy to like work out at, at like one in the morning that's awesome well it's only because i'm waking up at 12 or one in the afternoon <laughs> So it's like I'm wide awake at that point. And it kind of sucks. And I, I'm used to like waking up super early. I've always done that my entire life. I've always woken up around 6 a.m. And mm-hmm. sophomore year of school kind of trained me to wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning because um, uh, my bus would get it. I get had to get on my bus at like 5.45. It was super early. I had an hour and a half bus ride to school sophomore year. Wow. So I was pretty trained to wake up super early. So, and I wake up early was never like too big of a trouble for me anymore because I'm hunting like on an open day of hunting season, you always want to wake up super early to get to your hunting spot. So I'd always mm-hmm. end up waking. And now, now that I drive, it was, oh, I wake up early. My dad doesn't have to wake up. So I go with set up. My dad wakes up normal time to come meet us there. So me and my friend had to wake up at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning this year, go set up. And then, oh God. yeah, actually I can tell that story. So that's just kind of like a funny hunting story. So we woke up super, super early, like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, went and set up all their decoys in the water, which are just fake ducks that, you know, lure in other ducks with. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there. We got it all up. It's probably around like 2.30 and it's 3 o'clock in the morning at this point. And me and him are about to take a nap and like set an alarm for like uh, 6. And right before that, I checked the decoys real quick. And I realized the tide switched and started going out. And it went out really, really low. So where the decoys were, were was all mud. And so, and it's super, it's super uh, muddy out there. So 
you can't just well you could just walk out there because it's not su- well super soft mud you don't want to walk into because you go over your waders you either have to climb out your waders or you're gonna go under the mud so but it, i could walk out there with just my waders on but i uh i use my like kayak to push myself out on so it's just safer and doing that your kayak is completely like muddy there was probably an inch and a half two inches of mud in the bottom of my kayak oh god um, that's a there, lot that's, that's so much yeah and well i forgot to say the spot the spot we were in is about a quarter mile through the woods and then you <laughs> hit you hit the river bank and then yeah so walking in there wasn't bad it was all dry but when we walking out i made my friend drag it back out he was new to hunting so he had to drag he had to drag the mud full uh, the kayak full of mud out but then, so i had to move them i moved them once and then that spot where I moved them, the water even dumped out like even farther and it made that spot all mud. So I had to move them again. And I, I tried moving to this one spot that finally was finally enough water and that didn't dump out low enough. So that, at that point, it's probably like 4.30 in the morning and I don't have one spot that doesn't have mud on me. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was, a, it was an experience. It was funny. That sounds rough, man. I mean, like all, all in darkness too. You did all, all in darkness too, huh? Yeah, we have like headlamps. That's oh, about man. it. That's that is so rough. Yeah, it, it's uh, it was an experience, learning, uh, definitely a learning experience for me. Definitely not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like hunting. Like I've heard so much about hunting. Like I mean, I'm a big fan of of the Joe Rogan experience, and like he always talks about hunting. Yes, on, I love on his Joe podcast. Rogan. Yeah, he's awesome. He's just he is so cool. Like he's he's awesome. Just nothing else for it. Like he's been, like I've been wanting to start my own type of podcast mm-hmm. just because I think it'd be so fun to start talking to people. And I'm sure you've talked to a lot of really really interesting people. And I feel like you learn so much from just absolutely man. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan has it was 1,400 podcasts at this point. You know how much information that dude has definitely taken in. Like he's not an expert on anything, but he knows so much. Like you know just little bits of everything and that's everything. such a good skill to have and you can't take that away from anyone and it's like having like that amount of knowledge is the best thing and like most important thing ever i think exactly and and that's why he has a podcast because and his podcasts are like three to four hours long he has the he's had bernie sanders anthony bourdain dr ronda pipe uh, ronda patrick you uh just so many famous people like robert downey jr was on there as well he had everybody on there and, oh, you cut out for a second? Well, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I cut out for a second. I was just yeah. talking about the guests Joe Rogan had on his podcast, and just like the like the big diversity of guests that he's had. Oh on yeah, there. actors, doctors, scientists. Neil deGrasse Tyson was on there too. Yeah, politicians. The guy knows so much, and that's why he can have those podcasts for so long for three hours, and he's so good at talking to people. Oh yeah, and it's like the topics he's he's smart with it. I've been watching him. He'll say something. It, it'll be like he'll talk for like a couple seconds. And his guest will end up talking for five to 10 minutes straight. And he'll just comment mm-hmm. on little things, which is such a, it's smart. Cause I watch other podcasts where like the host will talk a lot, which isn't bad. But like, I feel like when you're a fan of that person, like say if Joe Rogan were to mm-hmm. talk the whole time, I mean, I guess personally, I probably would watch it, but I'm okay with the two L yeah. But, but like, so I watch, I don't know. Like I watch a lot of Logan Paul's podcasts and they sound dumb, but he does some lot of, like he goes through a lot of interesting things with some people. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to watch it. But like thing is Logan and them, like they'll talk a lot, which is cool, but I want to hear about the guest. And exactly. I think Joe Rogan does that so well. And he's so smart with it. He'll just say something that enables like that, tr- like easily triggers a 10 minute conversation. But like the dude, the other guy just talking, which is so smart. And it's so cool how he does it. Yeah. And some of the people he's had on there have incredible stories to tell. There was a guy, I forget his name. I think it was it. Uh, I forget the name, but he went on a 54-day 
uh, long expedition in Antarctica where he went from one point in Antarctica to the other. Yeah, on- yeah, yeah. I've seen that guy before. That guy's insane. That is crazy, man. And all the while, he had to, he had to lug around this bag that was 370 pounds of, you know, his, his – they made special protein bars for him. He had to shit in the bag, like shit outside, and then put it in the bag for environmental regulations. Wait, really? Outside. Yeah, because Antarctica, it's the world's largest desert, first of all, because, because oh, it yeah. rarely ever rains there. And they have, like, very specific environmental, uh, environmental laws there in Antarctica, internationally. So he couldn't leave his, his excrement outside. He couldn't leave it in, the na- in nature because it, it would just freeze and it would be there forever. So he had to actually put it into bags and put it back into, the, into his 370-pound bag. Oh, my God. How yeah. like, What's he do with all that? 50, how many days you said? I think it was 54, if I remember correctly. What do you do with 54 days <laughs> worth of bags of shit? Oh, like, I have no like, idea what you do with that, man. Like, that's, oh, that's, that's kind of, oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, but I was watching a surfer guy who, um, I, I don't, I've never surfed, never did anything about it. Mm-hmm. But watching his, like, podcast, I watched the entire thing one day because, like, I watched a little, so what I'll do, I'll go in Joe Rogan's clips and, like, a clip will catch my eye. I'll watch it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that was interesting. I'll look the guy up and watch the whole podcast. And that's what I did. And this dude, he swam. Uh, it was it was a 20 mile, I think, I don't know. It was a 20, 30 mile swim, but everyone always does it one way, but he did it there and back, which is insane wow. for the guy. And the guy did it in like really, really quick. And he was the only person that ever did it. And it's like, I don't understand how people can do that. And then, and this dude was just talking about surfing the whole time. And like, I've never listened, like heard, like watched anything with surfing. The only thing I've ever watched with surfing was like chasing Mavericks. If you ever heard that. And this dude just talking like, and watching like, and it's this, is what, um, like, I thought it was interesting because the guy, when you watch Chase, Chasing Mavericks, they talk about the Mavericks, like, in California, which is insanely good waves and big, really, really giant waves and stuff like that. And then this dude's just talking about Mavericks. Like, yeah, yeah, we surfed there and stuff like that. And I'm like, I watched this movie and, like, this kid almost died doing that. And then you're just like, yeah, yeah, we did that. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just cool. Watch. Ooh. It's just cool watching, like, people's stories and stuff. Yeah, to see things that almost killed them, but they actually went and did it. They finished whatever they were, they were yeah, doing. Yeah, and that was his odds. Yeah, that was this guy's argument when he was swimming somewhere. He trained like half a year for it, and he sees like he can't tell if it was a shark or a, a dolphin on its side, and he like kind of freaks out. And he's like, I mean, I, I could either quit now and go back, or continue because I trained for a year and a half. And he goes, Yeah, screw it. I'm just gonna continue. I've trained for the last year and a half. I'm not gonna quit. And I'm like, This dude's insane. But I guess at the what? same time, I would do the same thing because like, um, because I do jujitsu as well. Like, uh-huh. obviously not right now. But so it's kind of almost the same thing with jujitsu. I guess it's not to the large scale of like you know life or death. But in like competitions and stuff, uh, I've basically been like passed out before because it's you're getting choked. But it's like. How I think of it is, I mean, I'm only going to pass out and wake up in a couple of seconds. But yeah. I mean, it's like, I've been like training for this like every day in Shijitsu. I'm like, I'm not going to just tap out because I, I guess this sounds crazy to most people. I mean, I'm not going to tap out because I just can't breathe right now. I'll be able to breathe in a couple of <laughs> seconds from now. And I guess that, right, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if that's a good like way to look at things, but I'm going to breathe eventually. The worst is going to happen. I'm going to go to sleep for a couple of seconds and wake back up. Because like, <laughs> I, I use it as like a, like, I, I like, so like, with jiu-jitsu, it's like, I don't really freak out with things like that. Like, I can't breathe anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I've gotten to the point where I accidentally did this to figure it out. I could do it to myself. I was um, at my friend's birthday party, and we're messing around, me and my friend. And we just kind of, like, 
see how long we can hold our breath by like choking ourselves. But like, I put both my thumbs on my arteries on my neck by accident. Oh. And it like, and I was running around. So like, I had like my blood, like my heart rate was like up and I was running around and like, I did it. And within maybe two seconds, I completely passed out. I, oh uh, he had these spiral staircase, metal spiral staircases outside. I fell into them. And then I woke up. And if you ever like know in a movie when a bomb goes off and a guy's like, like your ears just ring and everything's mm-hmm. kind of almost blurry. That's what I heard. And it just all came back. And it was like, I was like, what happened? And they're like, oh, oh, pass out. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, I didn't. I was just <laughs> they're like, no, you passed out. I was like, really? And I thought it was the coolest thing. I found my friend that came there with us. Like, yo, Nick, 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 I passed out. He goes, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's like, that's like a, a it's like a, a reaction Steve-O had when Chuck Liddell choked him unconscious. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, oh, I love watching the jackasses. So, they're so good, them. man. They are so good. Yeah, I think that's maybe why I'm a little messed up, too, because I watched them all since <laughs> I could remember. Like, I think I watched the first one. I was, like, seven or eight. Oh, my God. You started out very young watching those Oh, yeah. Like, my, like, my, like uh, my mom wasn't always too proud of me watching this. My dad's like, ah, you can watch it. <laughs> like, But, like, I don't know. I think it's a great thing that kids aren't, hit, like, hidden from things because, like, I don't know. I know. I, okay, I can't say I know what the real world is like because I don't because I'm 17, so I'm still a kid. But, like, I think I have a better understanding than all these people. Like, a lot of people have, like, too many feelings and get upset about everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not going to be great for you in, like, 10 years. <laughs> that's great, man. I mean, yeah, like, like from our conversation here, like, you seem like you're uh, someone who's, like, very mature. Uh, I mean, I don't know you personally, but, like, from what I can hear, you seem like someone who has an idea of what's going on. And, like, the fact that, that, that you realize that, you know, you, that you shouldn't be offended by things you have no control over just shows, you know, uh, something like you're learning very well about growing up. Yeah. And the, um, I mean, I mean, no- uh, I'm not an expert either, but by any means, like, I, I'm just saying what I, uh, I'm just saying what I see. <laughs> yeah. No. And like, I guess you're kind of right. Like I don't always like myself from a short, cause like I see myself as a 17 year old kid, but I guess it's cause everyone says it, but like, I don't know. I think I have a pretty good understanding compared to a lot of people, but the, um, when you said, you said something about not being able to control things. And that's like a big motto I live by. Like, so I'm a super up. If you ask anyone I know personally, like I'm never anything besides happy. And it's, and I always, always am because I live by like basic one thing. It's like, if I can't control it and if I can't change the outcome, why am I going to worry about it and stress about it? And it's just like, I try telling that to everyone. A lot of people like just, mm-hmm. they can't understand it or do it. And like, I don't know, for me, it comes really easy to just not worry about things I can't control because I mean, I'm not going to control it. If I stress about it, it's still going to happen. I don't stress about it and be happy. It's still going to happen. I can't change it. Like, obviously, like, certain things, yeah, I'd be sad about, too. Like, death and stuff. Like, obviously, you couldn't change it. But, I mean, like, that, you're all right to be sad about that. But I'm saying something bad that happened that it's not even that big of a deal. I always use this dumb uh, expression, too. Uh, like, look on the good for looking on the good sides of things. Like, <laughs> I heard this, and I think it's the best thing ever. So, I always use it. I'm like... If you fell down a flight of stairs, don't be sad because you fell down a flight of stairs. Just be happy you got down really quick. <laughs> and it's the dumbest thing, but it's so true to me. Dude, that is a that is a very good mindset to have, man. Like, you know, always always see the glasses half full instead of half empty. Look on the bright side of things. Very good mindset to have, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love it. And like, I think I don't know if I got it from like watching Gary Vee, because he's always like a super optimistic person. Yeah. Then I always watch a bunch of um I can't run a YouTube YouTube channel name. Uh, Goalcast. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they yeah, post a bunch of motivational type stuff. I I watch them all. Like sometimes I'll binge watch them for like hours, and they're the best thing ever. <laughs> so it's just like I don't know. I always I 
I don't know if I've always, I guess I always have because like I've always had really tough skin, uh, rough skin because I used to be like super overweight. Like I like, like I, I was overweight enough to where when I was five two, I don't I forget how heavy I was. I was definitely, I think I was 170 at five two, which is insane. And like, I'm now I'm five ten and I still have loose skin. So like I was, I never really grew into it. So that's how I was pretty heavy set. And like, my name in my house was just uh fat boy or fat ass, but it was just like, I don't know. Like I was not, I didn't care. It was just a joke. And like, I always say this as a joke, like my granddad, before he passed, he forgot my name because even when I got skinny, he called me fat boy. So like, I always do it as a joke. Like he definitely forgot my name. He just wow. always, called me that. like I, he did, he probably didn't, but it's just funny. So it's like, I always had really, yeah, super rough skin. And like people in school would make fun of me and I didn't know about it. Like it took me until like eight, end of eighth grade when I got kind of skinny to realize you guys are massive dicks to me. Like, I just didn't realize, like, my nickname in middle school was Circle. Oh, my goodness. Like, wow. But, like, I, it that's didn't a, it That's didn't a big me. dick move. Jesus. That's yeah, a big like, I never cared. Like, me and my, like, and also me and my friend used to mess with each other a lot. Um, like, one of my best friends now. Uh, we used to just, uh, well, he would mess with me a lot in school. But, like, it wasn't, like, bad. It was just, uh, like, us being assholes to each other on purpose. So, we're friends. Mm-hmm. Like I one time I made him cry because I ball tapped him in a class before. Oh! He knocked over a desk and broke it, and it was just like <laughs> so. Like we were always like back and forth with each other, and then it was like seventh grade year or something like that. And uh, uh, he I guess he wanted to some, said something to me in class or something like that, but like I mean I didn't care. And, like at, after school, um, I always had to stay after because I didn't have a bus for me. My parents would pick me up, so I always had to stay after. And uh, my like principal, vice principal, my teacher all sat me down like, "Hey, so are you okay?" And I'm like yeah why they're like well uh your friend i don't want to say his name but your friend is just like like really really mean to you and i just want to make sure you're not being bullied and you're not scared of him or anything and me now i wish i would have like broke down and fake tears and just like yeah he's he's a total asshole to me but like me then didn't think of that i was like no he's like my best friend what do you like we just mess with each other and they're like are you sure and they're like just reassuring that i'm okay i'm like yeah i'm i'm fine and they're like, okay. But like, I wish now I would have just like totally messed with them. And I'm like, you yeah, know, I'm so scared of him. And just like, I don't know. I wish I did something funny, but I didn't think of it then. But one time I was, I was actually, I went to a, to a city near Toronto with some friends for a, it was uh, during homecoming when we were uh, all in university. And one of my friends got absolutely belligerently drunk, like crazy drunk. And to the point where like he was fighting everybody he saw, including us. <laughs> and so literally we're on the street. And this guy starts to like push me and like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, stay away. You're so drunk. And this guy jumps on top of me trying to like, like knock me down. So I start, like, starts <laughs> punching me. I'm a wrestler. So like, I know I know how to like wrestle really well. So I throw him off me, get him to the ground right there. A cop pulls up. It was on the main streets. Aww. Yeah. The cop's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm like listen, officer, I'm, I'm sorry. My, my friend is just like really drunk right now. He'll be fine. He's like, okay, no problem. Officer, officer goes away. 20 seconds later, this guy starts doing the same thing again. The same thing and tries attacking me. You know, like tries punching me. At this point, there are like people walking up, walking up and down the street, trying to separate us. I'm like, stay away. I know this guy. Everything is good. That same cop comes back. He circled back and then checks on us again. He puts my friend in handcuffs, takes him to the drunk tank. Next morning, we pick him up out of the drunk tank. And he's like, what happened last night? I'm like, you, you really don't remember what happened last night? You're like, no. <laughs> the guy woke up in the drunk tank not knowing how he got there. That and is so he, funny. Afterwards, he's like, man, I am so sorry. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I so much. That's so funny. You, uh, you live in Canada, right? I live in Canada, yes, Toronto. I, got, uh, I got, actually got stuck in Canada 
this year. Really? Well, last year. I, so I'm on a trip. It's not with my school, but like a bunch of people from my school went because they like offered everyone in my school the opportunity to go. They're called mm-hmm. EF Tours, and I got to go to Spain and Portugal. But they had an overlay in, I don't, I think it was Toronto. And uh, we had an overlay there, and going there was fine. But coming home, so in New Jersey, we went out of the Philadelphia airport. I don't know if you're familiar with any of that, but, mm-hmm. uh, but there's big tropical storms, so we couldn't. So they gave us a, a voucher to stay at a hotel for free one night, and we still couldn't get a plane, so we had to stay another night. And we're like, like um, my teacher, everyone were up, like, like I don't think they suffered like two days trying to get us a plane, and eventually the tour, they like the EF tours, like the company, eventually just gave us our own plane to fly home on. Oh wow! So, so it was like, fun. Like a private plane, you flew home in a basically a private plane. We oh, walked wow. on it like a private plane too. Like I think I have a video on my phone. We're walking <laughs> up the stairs. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. I mean, the plane inside was like dirt cheap, but like oh. <laughs> it still felt like a private plane to me. I was so <laughs> I was so happy about it. But it was. Uh, I know so many people are freaking out about it, like real scared. I'm like, oh, we'll get home. Like It'll we're fine. fine. I was just fine. enjoying it. My friends slept I think 17, 18 hours that day because. Uh, I forget, like, a bunch of us couldn't sleep on that plane ride from Madrid back to uh, – no, somewhere in Portugal. It wasn't Madrid. I can't remember. Lisbon. Is it Lisbon? Yeah, I think it was Lisbon. The capital, yeah. Lisbon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisbon, yeah. That's um, the Portugal capital. Yeah, that's where we um flew, in, uh, flew home from. And it was just, like, we could – none of us could sleep, I feel. And, like, my friend ended up sleeping 17, 18 hours. I slept maybe 13. It wasn't that compared Damn. to him. It was insane. He slept a lot. I think the longest he ever said he slept was him. It's 25 hours, I think. It's 25 crazy. hours? Holy yeah, his parents kept that, checking like, in on him, and they're like, yeah, he's fine. So they let him sleep. I don't oh remember why he slept that long, but he did. Is, How do you sleep 25 hours? That's fucking insane, man. I don't like doing – see, I, like, I've been trying to correct my sleep schedule because like, I hate waking up past 9 o'clock because I feel like I miss so much of my day. Mm-hmm. I like waking up, get, um, eating what I have to eat, like, you know, do like my hygiene stuff, brush my teeth, whatever, and then work out and, and by like 11, 12 ish, I have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. But on waking up at 12, I have a, like, I made a schedule for streaming to be at 5 p.m. basically to whenever. And I think that was my problem is I have it at 5 p.m. to at least 11. But I usually I'm playing video games, I'm having fun. So I'm up to like two anyway. <laughs> so I just streamed to two. So I think I need to cut it back and get <laughs> streaming any from 2 p.m. to like 8 p.m. So then, I mean, I'm cut off at 8 p.m. of streaming and strictly do that. And if I want to play a game for the next two hours, I can. But also, I'll go to sleep before 2 o'clock in the morning now. <laughs> so it's like a lot. Of, it's like weird. It's just trying to figure this stuff out. Like, I don't know how, like, social media, like, people do daily vlogging and stuff. I totally commend them. Like, I don't understand how they do it. It is tough, man. Yeah, it is really tough. But anyway, gotta... Drake, we are actually, like, almost coming up on, on 40 minutes here. Oh, wow. So actually, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, man. You, you you're a great talker, right? You like it just keeps going, you know. It's like how it just like flows. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun, man. Thank you for being here, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. Thank you, man. Alrighty, we will see you soon. Hopefully, uh, you know the hopefully your quarantine is going really well. Hopefully, everything is you know everyone's holding up. And yeah, man, we will we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully, man. Take care. Drake. All right, you too. Easy.